This message comes from NPR sponsor, the Capital One Venture Card. Earn unlimited 2x miles on every purchase. Plus, earn unlimited 5x miles on hotels and rental cars booked through Capital One Travel. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details. For NPR Music, it's all songs considered. It's the end of the year. It is Vikings Choice. And I and you out there are about to be turned on to things I know you and I know I have never heard before. Is that right? <laughs> I, I think that's true. That's Lars Godridge. Here's our Viking. Every year you do this to me, Lars. I do this to you? Yeah. It's this thing where I listen to music umpteen hours a day. Yeah. And I think I've heard like... Uh, you think you've heard yeah, like a like a good like a good swath of the music that is available in the world, but then you realize, no, it is but a but we are but uh, a pin drop in the world of music, Bob. In the sometimes this really frustrates me, but it also gives me excitement. You swim in a very different pool, oftentimes, though. Mm-hmm. though yeah, and and so you're here today. Turn us on to something. Loud, something mindful, something thoughtful, something brash, something whatever. You, what are we going to start off with? We're starting off uh, with BKO from Mali. That wasn't you screaming, was it? No, it wasn't. <laughs> but I feel like I, I want to scream as soon as I hear it. It sends chills through my my whole being when I hear that scream. This is really cool. So tell me about BKO, besides being the initials of an airport. And <laughs> right, yeah, the, the BKO's initials of the airport in Bamako, uh, Mali, and... Um, you know, Bob, you play a lot of like a desert rock and Malian rock music on this show. Stuff. I think it's both like a sweet spot for both of us. And I thought I'd start with maybe something familiar to All Songs Considered fans, like a sound that they might recognize. But mm-hmm. this record just like blew my hair off the, the back of and my head. And you have a lot of it. <laughs> and I have, I have a lot of hair. And yeah, so they're, they're named after this airport. Uh, they actually used to, I think they still practice in the hangar of this airport um but this is their third album it's called Jin Bora uh I hadn't heard of them until this year I found this on Bandcamp which is a place I spend a lot of time and uh I always like looking at the little tags at the bottom because the artists tend to get really creative with like what they want to self-label themselves what they do here it's Malian crunchy indie rock (laughs) and it's very crunchy I don't know about the indie rock part but maybe in relation to what you might hear coming out of Bamako, this would lean, I could see. Yeah, and uh, from what I understand, they are using uh, two different kinds of uh, West African guitar. Uh, 
on in this band. Uh, and so one is supposed to be more traditional, one's supposed to be more modern, and they're putting together and amplifying them huh. at the same time. There's a little bit of the tradition, a little bit of the modern uh, mixed in together, lots of great polyrhythms going on. You know, just shredding, you know? <laughs> <laughs> awesome. I love this. I'm going to spend time with it. And Bandcamp is a, a great discovery place, and uh, I will find it there, because that way I can support these artists who probably could use a couple bucks. Yeah. And, you know, I, I spend a lot of my, like I said, I spend a lot of my time on Bandcamp because uh, I find that you can go down rabbit holes a little bit easier there. You're not being fed an algorithm. You're often being given uh, recommendations from fans or record labels that you follow or other artists. And my biggest, like, trick to finding music is that I, I tend to follow tags. So I will follow, like... Indonesian hardcore and uh, or sometimes I just follow Japan just to see what I get or or what, things like that and so Mali and crunchy indie rock I don't know if there's actually more than just BKO but <laughs> maybe there is so would would Algerian trance music be a, a tag for the next record I yeah, I guess so I mean this is an artist I can't find too much information about Cheba Wahida. As, as far as I can tell, uh, she is a singer. She's a Rai singer, which is a uh, traditional music out of Oran, Algeria. Rai kind of comes, it's kind of like, um, it came about in the 1920s as kind of like the subversive form to what was happening in Islamic music at the time. And so it's, it's a little bit more political, maybe a little bit more body. And, you know, over the decades, it's become much more electronic and much more influenced by Western pop music, but still in, infusing a lot of those Algerian folk traditions. And so here is the incredible opening track from Druli called Druli Druli. I can't I can't figure out like the effects on the vocals are they with intention or is it the recording facility or I, that I, flute is like what the, is it the, affected the, or? I feel like 
there's just like a ton of like polyrhythm happening, right? Yeah, and a right. lot of like polyphony happening. So I, I, I think uh, it's the natural trill of her voice, but I think some of it that is filtered through autotune. So she okay. is using autotune to its greatest like abilities and like really enhancing what she can do with her own like natural voice. Then you have like those like really wild syncopations and all of, like the production coming out the bottom end and then you have, then you have that flute also trailing yeah. at the same time and everything's just in <laughs> the red like I can I can <laughs> absolutely yes. see yes, yes. Bjork losing her mind to this on the dance floor you know this seems like the, like the, like, a, like a Bjork jam right here I love that image and so the artist is Chepa Wahida and I, I want to know more. If, if, I think this is like a kind of a collection of loose songs that have kind of like trickled out over YouTube over the years. But I want to know more. I want to know more. So the song is Drooly Drooly in the, or however yeah. I could best say it. And, it, and the album's titled Drooly. Yeah. And it's J-R-O-U-L-I. That's right. And if you can't remember because you're driving and don't want to write it down or, or whatever, what are we going to do? Well, you can, so uh, when, when you're not driving, uh, you, uh, we'll, we'll have like a full listing of the song and whatnot inside the show notes and for for the podcast, but also have it on mpr.org slash all songs. Great. Let's put the we'll put the band camps where there are band camp links on the all songs page. We Absolutely. Great. Yeah, yeah. Great. Let's go into the mountains. Let's go into the mountains, Bob. I feel like we're gonna stay here for a while. Good. Should, I, should I get comfy? Get, co- get cozy, Bob. <laughs> Have a nice cup of tea. So this is a, 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 a duo based out of Vietnam called uh, Sun FM, and the it's spelled S-O-N, and the O uh, has a little uh, accent mark that I, I don't know what you would call it, <laughs> but it's Vietnamese, um, and uh, the uh, it means paint. The word means paint, paint, huh. paint FM, and uh, it's this duo, and uh, they met also somewhat of a mysterious duo uh they met doing sound installations for museums and art galleries and things like that and so they decided to mix their love for modular synthesis with kind of more natural and native sounds to vietnam and so you get those deep nice bass drones Mm -hmm. but then you get the nice sweeping sounds that i hear happening right now And then you hear the little pitter-patter. Yeah. It sounds like rain droplets, maybe like in the jungle or, or something. And you just, it is just incredible scene setting music. It's something that you can quickly get lost in and you can just zone out for like an hour and a half too. I wonder what their connection is with the other electronic artists who do what we would call ambient music. I mean, this world, we all hear everything. We, well, I, as a guy who, you know, like so many of us have connections to the outside world, just assume that 
we can all listen to everything everywhere. And I wonder if these people in Vietnam are, have found this stuff on their own or, or are they part of a larger movement? I, I don't know. I do think they're tapped in because there was, uh, I've been following the the ambient scene in Vietnam for a, a few years, I oh, think. Okay. And forgive me to the duo, but I, I did I did find a little bit of information about one of the members. Um, and uh, his Instagram is full of like pictures of his like modular synth system. Uh-huh. So like clearly it is something that it is beloved to him and he's been doing for this quite a while. And this is my introduction uh, to his music. Like I said, you can just you can absolutely get lost in this music for 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 hours and kind of forget where you were. Give me uh, thirty more seconds with this. This Viking's Choice is not only a sonic journey, but we're kind of going around the world here. So, whenever I get into a musical rut, I, 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 my, my, my impulse is to go outside of my borders. Uh, so that's not only musically but geographically, mm-hmm. and uh, that's been true for a long time. But especially at the beginning of the pandemic, when I couldn't go anywhere, I just dove in. I wanted to travel the world, and the only way I could do that at the time was through music. I love our year-end lists that we just published on NPR Music, both the albums and songs of the year and all the different genre lists that we've done. But I found myself kind of gritting my teeth a little bit because because a lot of the music was from the U.S. and from England. And I was like, there's so much amazing music out in the world. And, you know, I, I do I do my best to, like, cheerlead for this kind of music around the world. But I, I feel like this may end up being my calling in 2023, <laughs> where I just have to be like, no, look, you need to listen to yeah. Son FM and their album Points of Light because it's one of the most beautiful ambient albums of the year. When I give myself this kind of template, because last year I decided when we did our year-end Vikings Choice episode, we did a show based around music that was released on cassette. And you could call that a gimmick, but truthfully, I found all that music that I put on that show just as amazing as anything else that was released in that year. So by giving myself this assignment of music from all over the, like Vikings choice things from all over the world, I found myself free because then I didn't have to, I didn't feel beholden to like my homeland, basically. I challenged myself a little bit more to think, to uh, listen and think about music that is both foreign to me, but also familiar at the same time. And and I'm so guilty of falling into my, the boxes I like to fall into musically. So this is a Exciting and a, and I need to think of a assignment for myself. <laughs> Good. <laughs> so where are we going next? We're going to stay in Asia. We're going to uh, Japan with the emo trio Switchblade. Is it going to get loud? Yes. <laughs> Had a feeling.
I love that drum fill so much. <laughs> and it all feels so familiar, but I, I, I don't know what what they're saying. I do. I did look up the translation to this song, which is written in what Japanese? Yeah, the song title itself is in Japanese. The the name of the album though is called Blue Matter. Um, and the song I, I looked up the translation of the song title, Japanese translates to Dancing at Night. I was like, yeah, I, I absolutely want to dance to the song. <laughs> it's kind of like the wild hair dancing. <laughs> you know, it makes me jealous every time you mention hair, so let's rest of the show. <laughs> <laughs> so this was an album that came out very early in the year and has stuck with me uh, basically since January. I stumbled across this record label called Further Platonic. It's based out of Japan. I was like, I'm just, I'm just going gonna, gonna to buy a bunch of stuff from them in bulk so i bought like a bunch of cds but at the time uh japan wasn't sending packages outside of its borders due to covid uh-huh. so i actually didn't get the cds until uh, probably sometime this summer but i was listening to it the whole time and once i got the c once i got the, the cds especially this album by switchblade it hasn't left my car <laughs> which is like high praise from me it is a road trip album I, it's a road trip album it's an errand album like when i'm out running errands it's just like it really pumps me up and the the thing that i find quite remarkable about this album is that yeah it's it's got it's got familiar elements from emo that you you've likely heard like it's got the the melodrama of the velvet teen which is a band that gets needs more due but it also kind of reminds me and you'll notice by the trail dead uh which uh has like that big blasting scope of like mm-hmm. they're on the edge they're about to fall off what's going to happen that's what a lot of these songs feel like but also their melodies are gorgeous Hmm. so that combination uh absolutely sold it for me this year and so i yeah like i said i it has not left my my car all year let's hear the end of this <laughs> How about the tropical? Yeah, we're we're going to South America now. I can't 
I can't tell. I know. So this is a group called Rampareo from Colombia, from Bogota. Yeah. They are led by Pedro Ojeda from Los Piranhas. And like the band features members of the Meridian Brothers, who maybe I think you do know, but like basically they come out of cumbia, the the the, the Colombian cumbia scene, and which is the rhythm. Yeah, so cumbia is like that's what you're hearing right now. It's the it's the it's kind of like go go or like reggae it has like a very distinct rhythm. You don't deviate too much from it, but you can find a lot of joy and expression within that rhythm. And I, I fell hard for uh, cumbia when I visited Mexico City, uh, um, like about five or six years ago. And uh, in Mexico, cumbia is a little bit different than it is in Colombia, where it originates. But I, I have since gone down this rabbit hole of just falling in love with both traditional cumbia, but also kind of like the more digital version of it, which is more sample based. And is that what this is? This because I can't tell what the, the, the what is that. This is a little bit of. Both. Okay. These are traditional musicians who like to experiment. And the thing that kind of blows my mind specifically about this song is called El Baracho, is that that's like a Gnawan inspired rhythm happening on top. What I think is happening in this song, it's hard to hard to tell, but I I think they have uh, taken a Gnawan instrument, so like the gimbri, and have thrown it into cumbia and have this strange topsy-turvy hybrid of two rhythms that are not that dissimilar, but are very different. <laughs> and uh, this is kind of what this record does. The name of the record by Rampareo is called Así No Pueda Muchates. They find these like little, uh, kind of like take a corkscrew to cumbia. It's already kind of a naturally psychedelic kind of music, but they, they, they just turn it just a little bit more. So they bring out different elements from electronic music and from... Uh, so definitely synthesizers going on here. There right? are synthesizers, yeah, okay. there are samplers. It is exploratory music. It is fun music. It is uh, sometimes very haunting music, uh, but I always get a lot of joy out of it. I want to have a weird cocktail on like a pink beach somewhere at midnight, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Oh my gosh. Hey, Lars, we're going to take a break and come back. Where do we go after we do this? We're going to go to France. Awesome. Let's let the music take us out. And you're listening to All Songs Considered from NPR Music. This message comes from NPR sponsor, the Capital One Venture X Card. When you book through Capital One Travel using the Venture X Card, you earn 10x miles on hotels and rental cars and 5x miles on flights, and you earn unlimited 2x miles on all other purchases. Plus, receive a $300 annual credit for bookings through Capital One Travel. The Venture X Card from Capital One. 
What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details. This message comes from NPR sponsor BritBox, helping people discover a world of British TV, including new original drama Time, starring Jodie Whittaker, Tamara Lawrence, and Bella Ramsey. Streaming at BritBox.com NPR. Support for NPR and the following message come from Sattva. Sattva luxury mattresses are every bit as elegant as the most expensive brands, but because they're sold online, they're about half the price. Visit com slash NPR and save an additional $200. On Wildcard, the new podcast from NPR, you'll hear people like comedian Jenny Slate reflect on their lives. What is something you think about very differently today than you did 10 years ago? Dressing. Like, not salad dressing. I've always loved it and I'll never stop. Dressing my body. That's all part of the new game show, Wildcard, only from NPR. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. It's all songs considered. I'm Bob Boylan here. It's Vikings Choice. Hey, Bob. <laughs> oh, hi, Lars. With Lars Gottridge. And we've been going down roads, well, streams and rivers and all sorts of stuff. And, and we're going somewhere else. But you said we're going to France. We're going all around the world, but we're specifically going to France. And, and, and music I know I've never heard before. I'm going to guess that you out there likely haven't. And uh, we will put links to all this music that you hear on our website and also in the notes for you, whatever podcast feed you get and share this stuff. Like, don't keep it to yourself. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, France, what? We're going to be listening to La Colonie de Vacances. Uh, this is from an album called Ect. And this is a absolutely ripping track called L'Amour Universal. Keep waiting for the moment. It, it keeps there. escalating. It just keeps going, going up and up and up and up and up. It's like watching an equation uh, trying to resolve itself. <laughs> if that makes sense, it makes sense to me. Okay, Bob. <laughs> what, what is Ect? That's the album name. That's the album. So this is a collective of four bands from France. Four bands from noise rock, from math rock, from prog rock. And uh, they kind of met sort of similar to Son FM, where it was kind of like a, a gallery kind of like idea, where the four bands, they set up in the four directions of the world, so north, south, east, west, uh, in a performance. And so they're sur- they surround the audience, right. and then they perform uh, this music. So oh, it's the quadru- audience is in the middle. The audience is in the middle, so it's quadraphonic-like yeah. uh, uh-huh. uh, experience. It makes a lot of sense to me that the their actual this isn't their first album, but the first album they put out was a collaboration with Greg Sonnier from Deerhoof. Like that makes a lot of sense to me. But 
this record, Bob, <laughs> it like it kind of breaks my brain a little bit. It's sort of like what would happen if Mick Barr from Kralis decided to do a record with Battles, but was they are also like really into the French prog rock band Magma. But as crazy and as chaotic as it gets, it's very buttoned up. Nothing's out of place. It feels like they have their stuff together. But it's kind of like that controlled chaos that's mm. even scarier, <laughs> if that makes sense. Hang on. Yeah. And, then, and then there's some incredible like electronic stuff happening, too. <laughs> I just want to be in the middle of that square, that... that of four bands around me. Wow. It's going to get loud again, right? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. It took a bit. <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, so that's uh, La Colonie de Vacances. Uh, the album is called Ect, E-C-H-T. Uh, they're from France. Wow. I want to be in the middle of that uh, frenzied pit. Make sure that I have not had caffeine because <laughs> it'll just wake me up. <laughs> Okay, so we're we're in France. We're in France. Uh, we're, do we are going to plane or? Well, going yeah. On a boat? Well, uh, I forget how. Uh, can you take a? Is there like a boat you can take from France to England? I don't even know. Hmm. How does that work? I think transporter beam. <laughs> transporter beam. Let's just do that. It's <laughs> <Okay>. simpler. <laughs> anyway, we're going. We're going to London, uh, and we're going to be listening to. You ever listen to something, Bob, and you're like, I don't know what to do with this. Or I don't know how to respond to this. Some some of the stuff we've played on the show previous <laughs> to this one, right? But like in a way that like makes you uncomfortable. Ah, I think about Scott Walker's "The Drift." Yeah, uh, that's a that's like a kind of my reference point for like something like I don't know what to do with myself after listening to this kind of music. That's the, what I kind of get from "No Home," uh, which is the solo project for somebody named Charlie Valentine, and uh, they put out a record in 2020 called "Effing Hell." Uh, I'm I'm bleeping myself. Um, that was very challenging to me sonically, and uh, they have a new record called "Young Professional" that does very much the same, but kind of focuses the idea. I don't know. It's probably just best to kind of start listening and get absorbed. Ooh. 
Yeah, it's kind of be like being put in this really beautiful, calming room, and then somebody's playing uh, a, a loud video game or something, and you just <laughs> want to relax and chill. It's interesting the the, the the different elements that are so completely conflicting happening here. So yeah, when do you put this on? I <laughs> that's a good question. Um, when I need to think. Really? Yeah. Or when I when I need something to kind of like kind of like blister my brain open a little bit. Like the the thing that I find, I I, I like Charlie's uh, lyrics a lot. Charlie Valentine. It's about veteran project for Charlie Valentine, and uh, the lyrics on this album, Young Professional, deal very much about uh, navigating the hellscape of capitalism basically as a young person who has like very little prospects for like uh, getting ahead in a world that doesn't want them to get ahead and and so the lyrics are very poetic in that way in the way that uh that they transform that into the music is with these like very odd choices for mixing these industrial beats into kind of like these black metal riffs with their bluesy voice and uh it actually kind of like the the choices that are made for the mix actually kind of remind me of Katie Alice Greer's uh, solo record from this yeah. year from Priests. Uh, she put out a record called Barbarism that I actually also had a, like <clears> a <throat> hard, I had a hard time with, but I ultimately liked because of how challenging it was, uh, because of the way that she chose to mix her voice over the instrumentals. And No Home kind of does the same thing for me in a different way, where it's just much darker and danker. Uh, and uh, kind of reminds me of like a a lo-fi Algiers. You know that band Algiers? Yeah, I like that. Like, like a lo-fi Algiers. Okay. You know? home no home the album was called young professional so just start the other one yeah let's get into it <laughs> bring we're bringing the spares back up a bit <laughs> How many guitars? <laughs> I'm sure, I mean, it's just one person. <laughs> Wait, what? It's just one guy. He's playing wow. everything. Wow. Did not know that. Uh, so this is Fortis. Uh, it is the... And the album is called Tien Que Luchar, which uh, translates to You Have to Fight. Um, and it's one guy. His name's Javier Ortiz. And it's just this triumphant, raw... A hungry speed metal from Chile. 
and uh, everything he sings in his native tongue. He sings in Spanish. It's just so much fun. <laughs> called Mundo Bipolar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and there's just so much to love about this. It's got speed metal. It's got a new wave of British heavy metal, kind of like Iron Maiden-y, kind of like twin leads. But he's got that big, rough yeah, voice, yeah, no which like gives it so much character. But Bob, I have a surprise for you. Right. Uh, I want you to scooch ahead to four minutes and ten seconds. <laughs> I, I, I didn't see this coming. <laughs> I, I don't know anything about this person, but I'm going to just say I'm going to make the conjecture. Okay. COVID's going on. It's a long time. He's alone in a room. He's got equipment. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And 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 a lot more time than he thought. And and then even more time on top of that. Sure. So lead after lead guitar. I mean, those dueling guitars are (laughs) him dueling with himself. Right, right, right. That's what you're saying. And then there comes the whistling. I mean, there's a real yin and yang to his yeah. projects. So, like, he, he also leads a band called Demoniac, or it's like Demon and Maniac mixed, like, like a portmanteau. Demoniac? That's it. That's okay. Thank you. Uh, and that one's, like, much more uh, angry and uh, at the world and everything that's going on in life. Whereas uh, Fortez is just, like, the, the opposite. It's just, like, I need some spurt of joy in my life. I'm going to, like, do these major chord heavy metal songs uh, for seven and a half minutes for seven and a half <laughs> minutes and gonna have ridiculous solos and I'm gonna whistle uh, <laughs> he makes a lot of like fun choices like that throughout this album It, it doesn't. Not even at the end. There's there's a moment of creation at every single moment of that song. That's it's awesome. like I, I have one more thing to say, and it's got to be this drum fill. <laughs> That's fabulous. And I think you have one more thing to say. Right? I have one we, more thing. Coming to, say. to the end of our journey. We're we're at we're at the end of our journey of uh of the Vikings Choice year end episode. If you're ever curious about all the kinds of like music that I I uh, I love to listen to, I have a newsletter. Uh, vikingschoice.org I put out a playlist maybe every two weeks and and I, I write about stuff that I like basically and and people could follow you on Bandcamp for example and probably see the things that you're looking up during the course of the year would that be true? that's true I, my username on Bandcamp is Total Vibration like it is on all basically social media as well take us out where are we going? we're, we're going to church Bob well, um okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs>
Um, no, I, I think you'll like this. Book. Okay, okay. Yeah. Linda Ayupaka uh, is a gospel singer from Ghana. This is another example of why. After all these years, I still, I fall in love with the record label. And if I really like what they put out, I'll check out everything else they put out afterwards. So there's this label based out of England called uh, Maze Um, M-A-I-S space U-M. And they put out this incredible record by a Brazilian singer last year that I fell in love with. And uh, so I kind of kept tabs on the label. And they put out this record called God Created Everything by Linda Ayupuka. And... It's kind of like it's where the church and the club meet. So the what what kind of club are we going? A dance club. A dance going, club. Oh, okay. Yeah. Fair so enough. like you're you're dancing up the aisles of church, but you're also dancing in the club. Gotcha. It's jumpy synth driven gospel music from Ghana, and that it comes uh, specifically from uh, the Fra Fra people uh, from Ghana. This kind of brings us back to the beginning of the show when we when I played BKO from Mali, where. Tradition meets modern, and where there's experimentation with those different styles of music. So, frafra ceremonial music has been in their culture for generations, and there's this uh, young producer named Francis Ayamka, and he injected synths and drum machines and electronics into this ceremonial music. And he found this incredible voice in Linda Ayupika. She was already renowned in her community for singing at weddings and funerals and at her church. And here's just this beautiful declaration of faith in her native tongue that basically only her people can truly understand. She, I was provided a lyric, like translations of the lyrics by the label earlier this year when I was curious about it. And the lyrics are beautiful. It's just her worshiping, but she has the sharp, piercing voice that actually reminds me a lot of uh, Karen from The Knife and Fever Ray. And the production actually reminds me a lot of The Knife too, but it's done with this joyous uplift of basically these love songs for God. You know, as somebody who uh, came up in the church and uh, still spends a lot of time listening to sacred music, here's just a, like another like incredible way into worship. It is a record that I have put on, basically, when I don't know what music, what record I want to put on, I put on this record. This is wonderful. Hang on. I just love that there's a drum machine... In a in a song of reverence and <laughs> something that's about joy, that. Bob. It you is. know, not all not all sacred music needs to be a big bummer. <laughs> it's literally worship. <laughs> it's beautiful. Thanks so much, Lars. Thanks, Bob, for having me. I love doing this show. Me too. Me too. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Take care for all songs considered. Bye. Bye. Happy New Year. <laughs>
This message comes from NPR sponsor, the Capital One Venture Card. Earn unlimited 2x miles on every purchase. Plus, earn unlimited 5x miles on hotels and rental cars booked through Capital One Travel. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details. This message comes from NPR sponsor, State Farm. If you're a small business owner, it isn't just your business, it's your life. Whatever your business might be, you want someone who understands. That's where State Farm Small Business Insurance comes in. State Farm agents are small business owners, too, and know what it takes to help you personalize your policies for your small business needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. I'm Jesse Thorne. Why did Cola Scola write a bonkers, extremely fictionalized play about Mary Todd Lincoln? Well, you know, it was 2020 and we were all so isolated. I, I just started doing research. On, but the truth is, I, no, I just thought of it. We'll talk about that and more on Bullseye from MaximumFun.org and NPR.